What is up, Janksters? It's your boy, Graham, also known as HamHawks42 on the internet. And in today's show, we are overthinking Omnath, Locus of All. So Omnath has been a character that has appeared basically every time we've gone back to Zendikar. And every time they add another color of mana. So we knew that there was gonna be a five color Omnath, or at least we all reasonably assumed there would be a five color Omnath at some point. And here it is. And honestly, it's pretty gnarly. So Omnath, Locust of All, it is all five colors. The black mana is Phyrexian, however. So you can pay white, blue, red, green, and two life, or Wooburg to cast this card. So it is a 4-4 four, four Phyrexian Elemental. If you would lose unspent mana, that mana becomes black instead. And at the beginning of your pre-combat main phase, look at the top card of your library. You may reveal that card if it has three or more colored mana symbols in its mana cost. If you do, add three mana in any combination of its colors and put it into your hand. If you don't reveal it, put it into your hand. So no matter what, this is a 4-4 that at the beginning of your pre-combat main phase draws you a card. So no matter what, if it survives for one turn around the table, like you play it out one turn, it survives, you go to your next turn, it draws you a card. If that card has three pips, then that's any colored pips. Those could be three of the same color. They could be different colors, doesn't matter. So if you have a card like Silverback Elder, which has three green in its mana, or in its mana cost, then all of a sudden, like with Omnath's Locus of All down, you can just reveal it, show, hey, I just, I'm drawing a Silverback Elder right now, and you'll get three green mana in your pool to help you cast it. If not, you just draw it, and you just have another card. So it just draws you two cards every single turn, no matter what. I mean, the floor on that is fantastic. And then on top of that, if you lose unspent mana, it becomes black instead. No, that doesn't say as like steps and phases end. That includes the turns end. So for as long as, as Omnath sticks around, if you have 10 mana left over in your pool at the end of your turn, it doesn't matter. You now have 10 black mana. So you definitely wanna run this in situations where you have a lot of black stuff to cast. So in decks that are running Invoke Despair, like all of a sudden a five color Invoke Despair list, very possible with Omnath Locus of All, which I know is what we all wanted in standard, right? We all wanted to go up against a deck that's running Atraxa and Kami War and Invoke Despair. Or was that just me? <laughs> this is wild. This card's actively insane. And if you have a five, if you want to build a five color commander deck, there's no reason not to run this because it can be as little as three you, you can run it, or sorry, you can run it out for as little as four mana and two life, and then it just draws you an additional card every turn. Like, that's the floor on this card, and that, I mean, it's pretty darn good. So you could run, like, multiple invokes because you get three mana. If you draw any of the invokes, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't just have to be Invoke Despair. Obviously, Invoke Despair becomes the easiest to cast because you get to keep that unspent you know, mana as black mana. But if you get like an Invoke Justice off this, it gives you, it spots you three white. And you already cast Omnath's Locus of All, so presumably you have some more white mana somewhere. Like, <laughs> this card is, I mean, this is a must kill the moment it hits the field because it's going to give you a ton of card advantage. It's going to help you ramp up into bigger threats in the late game. 
because if you have a threat that just happens to have a lot of generic mana and it's cost, who cares if it's black mana you're spending on that? You know, this is, I think this card is very, very strong. You know, honestly, you could run this in a, you, you could run this in a lot of really heavy black cards that don't have, um, you know, and, and have very few black sources in the mana pool. Also in Commander, running this alongside cards like Chromatic Lantern or Chromatic Ori, the Chromatic Ori would be, would be the best because all of a sudden that black mana you could use for anything. So it, it straight up doesn't matter that it's black mana. You just get to hold onto your mana turn after turn after turn after turn. Like, that's amazing. So if you're going up against this, I would highly recommend killing this thing as quickly as possible. Don't hesitate to use removal on it. Fun fact, it's not a uh, it's not an artifact, so you go for the throats, can take it out, which is good. Um, it is black, however, so your Doom Blades cannot be aware of that. But uh, I don't know, in general, like, oh, and I want to point out too, if your opponent has this on the battlefield, or if you have this on, if someone has Omneth Locust of Fall on the battlefield, and they have mana in their pool, if they go to the if they go to the end of a step, or sorry, if they go to the end of a phase, like main phase, combat phase, you know, if if, if any of those steps or phases end resulting in the mana pool generally draining, it all converts to black. Now, if you were to kill Omnath at any point in the game, they will keep the mana in their pool until the next end of a phase or end of a step that results in the mana pool clearing. So be aware of that. If you wait until their turn to kill this thing, they'll have the mana that they've been storing up to use. Like, so I highly recommend killing this thing on end steps and upkeeps because it's much harder to use the mana that that's stored up. Not impossible, but harder. You know, so meanwhile, if you have this, be aware of that and have plenty of instant speed mana sync options. Those are very useful here. So obviously instant spells, Great. Um, also, like if you have, you know, if you are running this in Commander, running it alongside cards like Leyline of Anticipation or Vidalcan Ori that can give all your stuff uh, flash is huge. Also, just flash threats in general work really well with this because if your opponent does answer it and you have a bunch of unspent mana, you want to use it, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, this card seems very powerful, but it seems like a really solid build around. And depending on how the how somebody builds their deck, it can either totally take over a game and like allow a ton of cards that are otherwise uncastable to come out and be very castable, or it's gonna result in, um, well, actually, you know what? My thought, so what I wanna do as a deck brewer is I wanna build a five color Omnath Locus of All deck with a ton of huge black, like, payoffs that way as mana accru uh, accumulates i can just store it up and use it on some some huge stuff like torment of hailfire comes to mind in older formats the rise of the dark realm uh there's actually uh i believe a seven drop in this set that mills everybody for 10 and you get to steal stuff out of people's graveyards like that kind of effect those like huge bomb payoffs are what i want to do with this but at the same time if i have a handful of seven and eight drops and my opponent kills my Omnath on my end step, and my mana pool just goes poof. I'm very sad. So this is this is an interesting one because it could this could be one of the best value generators that they've ever given us, or it could be a complete trap. And until I get my hands on it, and I, until I actually get to play it, I'm not 100 percent sure which one it is. 
So I think as a five color commander to just be a good generic five color commander that can fit around whatever you want to do, this is pretty good. Like this will get you what you want. So if you have a deck and you want to put Gigantho or Kenrith or like any other or Kyodai or any like generic five color commander on it, consider Omnath Locus of all. If, if you get your hands on one, it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I want to find the standard deck. The, like there, there is a standard deck waiting to happen with this, and I do, I do wonder if it's a Kami War kind of situation. Like I wonder if this is a Kami War deck waiting to happen. I'm gonna try it. I might end up whiffing hard on it, and it might be really sad. Or it's going to be bananas crazy and awesome. I don't know. I'm excited. If you want to see that deck in action when the time comes around for um, March of the Machine, uh, that'll be going on over at twitch.tv slash hamhawks42. And I might do a deck deck here. We'll see. But yeah, I think the card is very good. It's interesting. Also, fun fact, it's a rare. This isn't a mythic. You know, um, Omnath easily could be a mythic because it's a freaking, I mean, it's, it's like the soul of an entire plane or whatever. I mean, maybe that's me being a little derisive not derisive but um maybe i'm oversimplifying it but he's a big freaking deal amaranth is a big freaking deal uh and so it easily could have been a mythic it's not it's only rare that's pretty cool so in limited you're gonna see this card i'll be shocked if the fixing is good enough in limited to actually play this thing but if you're in a limited game and this hits the field be afraid like that's gonna be bad but you have to juggle for at least four colors to make that happen so i'd be shocked if march of the machine is capable of producing that but we'll see it could be fun anyway i like this card a lot also what's the story with the phyrexian mana symbol in the in the uh, on the card itself it's visibly larger than the other mana symbols that seems unnecessary to me and i'm curious is that true for all phyrexian mana symbols because i never noticed it before so i feel i'll, I'll look that up and, and see but in any event Thank you so much for checking out the uh, the show. I appreciate it. This has been an edition of the Overthinking MTG podcast. It is available in audio form as well as over on YouTube. So thank you so much. I uh, appreciate you. And I will catch you on the next one.